She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. It's a rock and roll play, baby. Listening to episode 47 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. I'm Emily, and on today's episode, my co host Senda and I are joined by Haley from the Story Brewers to play their new game, Alas for the Awful Sea, on Kickstarter until tomorrow. So you better go get it if you like it. But first, A personal note from both me and Senda. We appreciate all of your support, whether it is emotional, digital, or financial. We are especially grateful for everyone who is a patron over at patreon.com slash sasgeek. Thank you all so much. Last time on Alas for the Awful Sea, Mercenary Patience and old sailor Auntie Jenkins sailed to pick up Patience's fiancé, Finley McMichael. But they discovered that the McMichael clan holds a grudge against the Jenkins, and they refuse to let Finley go. Auntie and Patience scale a cliff to see a house, and Patience sneaks over to take out the guard at the front door. One strong blow to the back of the head. And then with my non-bloodied hand, I grab Finley's hand and um, I'm going to look to the sister and say, tell the others not to bother coming after him. And then I grab his hand and we run out. Cool. Yeah, she's absolutely, she's shocked. And her face has gone completely um, pale and white, and she just steps back um, as you and Finley um, make your way out of the house. Um, I heard a gunshot. So what are you doing? I'm going to come running. <laughs> Someone is shot at my little patience. <laughs> cool. So you um, you run up and you can see um, Finley. Well, you don't know it's Finley, I guess. You see patients holding hands with a short, dark-haired man who is uh, very well built and um, mm-hmm. running out of her house and Patience is bleeding from her hand like crazy. Oh, by the way, Patience, um, you take two harm for that as well. Oh, that's two harm. Okay. Yes. I only have four harm, so, you know. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, so you guys, you. that's a lot. <laughs> uh, that's a problem. So I'm going to... I'm going to... Uh, so, patience, this better be Finley because we're going to get out of here. But what happened to your hand, child? I, never mind. Don't even tell me. You just go. We're just going. We're going now. We're going. We're walking quickly. We're running. You give me your hand while you're going. Stop and talking I'm, and I'm, just go. I'm ripping the... I'm like shoving them along with my left hand. Yeah. And I'm ripping the bottom off of my... Um, oh, let's see. What am I wearing? I said I was wearing... What did I say I was wearing? Where did that sheet go? I actually said I was wearing... I'm wearing a leather vest, so... I'm wearing suspenders like a over a stained shirt. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'm wearing suspenders over a stained shirt, so I'm... I'm, I'm I am 
pull the 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 bottom hem of my shirt out right. as we're running, and I'm I'm ripping it off, and I'm like, we're still running, and I'm like haphazardly wrapping her hand as we go because, you know, family. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm behind them, so I want to be between them and anything coming at them. Boy, cool, this cool. lad better be worth it, lass. <laughs> You're taking some wounds for this one. How are you going to climb down a cliff now, eh? We just will, okay? <laughs> Stop it with your logic. Finley I helps think you we're going to end up diving yeah. in the dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fin- Finley will help. He's very strong. He helps you more than is uh, necessary. Just just to do it. <laughs> we've, been, we've been apart for maybe about a month or two. Yeah, so he's very, like, touchy-feely. He's very hands-on. <laughs> As he helps you make your way down the cliff. Uh, he, he sort yeah, of alternates be great, between, except like... my aunt is here. Yeah, weirdly loving and, like, really panicked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> For a blacksmith in love with a mercenary. <laughs> Would you... All right, children, you just got to keep moving. <laughs> All right, just... let's... Yeah, keep let's moving. go. We need to... Get... Get onto the get boat away. before you start doing the snogging. <laughs> so you get down, uh, uh, you're getting down to the bottom of the cliff and Auntie Jenkins, you're the last one to make your way down. And as you do, you can just catch sort of like faintly uh, the lights heading back towards the house and, and you can hear uh, distant yelling. All right, well, got to hoist the sail. I hope we catch the right breeze right now, right now. Snap to it. Get going. Okay. Finley, what are the odds that they're not going to come after you? He shakes his head and says, let's just be faster than them. All right, Auntie, let's go. Uh, that's <laughs> You're right. He's a very sensible young man. I might be <laughs> changing my opinion of him here. Cool. So you get in the skiff and you row into the fishing boat and you uh, you pick up the anchor and ready the sail and you start making your way home. Arnie Jenkins, you know that on the way... You've got you've got two options. You can either go through a sort of narrower strait, um, but the problem with the strait is that there's a landmark that you pass called the Mouth of the Hag, which is sort of two overhanging rocks interlocked together, and nobody passes the Mouth of the Hag without stopping and, and paying the proper rights to the Hag because she controls the weather. That's a superstition. The other way you could do it is to go out um, along the other side um, further, like along the other coastline, to cross as fast as you can and go down the other way. But um, you're not as familiar with that route. Sailors don't like to go that way, and it's very dark. Uh, so which way did you want to sail? What's the tradition as we pass the the mouth of the Hag? I'll leave it up to you to say what exactly you do. But basically, right. it's a it's a complex rite that takes about fifteen minutes usually to perform. So that would give the clansmen quite a lot of time. To get on your tail. Patience. I know it's dark, lass, but uh, I think this is one time we shouldn't go through the mouth of the hag. I trust you implicitly, Auntie. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Goody. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I trust your judgment, especially about things I know little, which is sailing. Sailors do say dark things about this route if we go this way, but I don't think that we can give them 15 minutes to catch up with us. I mean, I don't think we can give them that much time while I do the proper rites to pass the mouth of the hag. And I can't Dude. think of another way through there, so... Well, then let's go. Let's go the um, the dark way, then. All right. 
We're going Maybe to take the dark help hide us. I clap my hand down on Finley's shoulder and just look at him and say, Lad, I am sorry if I have chosen wrong. And then we go the dark way. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. It's very black. Uh, the route you've taken is almost sheltered from the moonlight, uh, which makes sailing harder. Do you want to uh, mm-hmm. roll to act under pressure to see how you go getting from one place Absolutely, to another? Absolutely, I would love to. A 10. Yes. Nice. So how do you make your way through the water without too much difficulty? We're almost under a little bit of a, like an overhang, right? So we can't necessarily see the sky every now and then. So we're sailing, sailing, sailing. We we, we put the lantern out front so that we can see a little bit in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we're away from the island where we picked up Finley, what I'm doing is um, every now and then I'm just, uh, there's like a tin bucket for bailing out the the ship if it were to start leaking on us and so what i'm doing is every now and then i'm sort of banging that just gently against the uh the mast and then i'm listening to the sound of it bounce off of the cave wall so that i know about where we are in terms of that distance even if i can't see it with a lantern and then i'm following dang um, girl yeah (laughs) well i make it sound good um that sounds super smart yeah (laughs) And then every now and then when the, you know, when the, the overhang is back far enough, we're just, we're just making sure we're still on course based on the moon and the stars when we have them. But we're basically maintaining distance from that wall and curving around. As you've been making your way um, and you know exactly where you are and where you're going, you notice silverfish following your boat. The same silverfish you saw earlier uh, nibbling at your toes. and um, when you sort of think that you've made it about halfway home, uh, you stop for a moment to look at the water just to make sure that you're heading in the right direction. You expect to see the faint outline of your face in the moonlight, but instead you're surprised to see the silver fish slowly pull into a reflection that looks like the face of someone else. And it's the face of the father that you evicted. He begins to talk. Um, to you um in a gravelly voice that sounds like the sea and he says blood of my clan has been spilt we should have no more blood today you have navigated these straits well my family are not such good navigators they've come for your blood but theirs may not survive the night Finley, you have to go and help your family. There shall be no McMichaels left unless you turn around. Well, look, did you kill anyone back there, child, getting Finley out of the house? No. Okay, well, that's I don't good. just At go least... around killing anybody. Are you sure? I mean, I okay, feel like our... Just because of those four times you think I'm yes. going to go and just kill people? Yes. <laughs> I just feel like I'm I have to make sure... Well, I just feel like I have to make sure. I mean, there was there was the duel in Glenshire. I heard about that one. Well, then yeah. There, there was the man that you assassinated. How much did you get paid for that one? I mean, I got paid quite a bit of coin for that. All right. It's not that it's not necessarily fair that you did these. It's just, you know, I don't when you're like, no, I didn't. Ki-, you know, why would I kill someone? I feel like I do have to check. No, I, 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 I mean, Finley, you saw I did. 
I did knock out Joe, but he should be fine. In fact, I hel- I hold up my left hand. I might be worse off than Joe. Oh, give me your hand, mm. child. Let me wrap that up a little better. <laughs> okay. Finley says, I, I think they came after us. They don't know these waters too well. My father used to do most of the navigating. <sighs> can't let your fiance's family die out here. No, we can't. Now I need you to hold your temper, child, and I know that that's hard because I have a hard time myself. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I am talking about that right there. Temper. I am talking about that right there. Don't you dare take that tone of voice with me, young woman. Blood is always connected to blood. I can help you find them. Just follow the fish. All right, look, we'll follow the fish. I suppose that's not the most insane thing I've ever done. <laughs> oh, patience. You know this sea. I've told you so many stories of this sea. Do you not believe me when I tell you the stories about this sea? Mostly All we have no. to do is follow the fish. Well, I don't know why not. Because now you're living one. You follow the silver fish as they dart and swim through the water. Um, and they lead you to an area that uh, Aunt J- Auntie Jenkins, you know most people don't sail around this spot because it's, uh, it's a bit on the dangerous side. Uh, weird things are known to happen in this place. Things that your clan like to avoid uh, having contact with. Definitely. Uh-huh. And as you sail uh, through this area, it begins to get a bit misty and it becomes harder to see what's around you. Um, but at the same time, you begin to notice the dark, murky water turning pale and clear. A low fog clouds your vision above the surface. But beneath the water, you're surprised that you're able to see the darting of fish and the gentle salute of kelp. And suddenly, the soft glint of metal catches your eyes from the water. You look down over the water and you realize you are sailing over a river of gold. Piles and piles of glittering coins are lying beneath you um, in the still, clear ocean. Do not reach over the edge. Do not. I have never seen Do so much not. gold. It's very beautiful, lass. Just don't. You don't touch fairy gold. And there's nothing beneath this water that's not most likely fairy gold. It looks very beautiful. You don't believe it. Can I sense what's beyond? <laughs> you can totally sense what's beyond. I. I highly yes, encourage yes. it. Um, and Finley <laughs> says, this much gold could feed my family for for months, for years. Uh, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Uh, sorry, how are you sensing the beyond? I think I'll use that to help me. Right, right, right. I think, so this is interesting, just because the last time I, um, I used the seawater, so mm-hmm. I think that I actually um, just like, dip a fingertip into the water because i think mm-hmm. i think it's sort of a, a sensing thing for me like the water itself you know reveals yeah information cool, to cool, me when cool. It- so as your uh as you as your finger goes into the water um your perception of what you can see through the water begins to change uh you can still see the piles of gold um but now to you, they they don't look still anymore. They look like they're almost twitching and pulsating, almost part of one connected 
hole. And as you realize this, uh, you can hear from not too far in the distance the shouting of voices you recognize. Hey, gold, that's gold beneath the water. That's unmistakably the voice of Agnes. Oh, I don't like her. Oh. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Look. you can hear Marcus like, we've got to keep going. You know, we're, gonna, we're going to catch them. And Agnes says, no, we have to stop. This gold could solve all of our problems. What do you do? Finley, you know that's not gold, right? You know that's not gold. We've got to get to them quickly. I don't know what creature is down there that's disguising itself as a pile of gold, but I think it's going to eat your family. A creature? <laughs> it's definitely not gold, child. I think it's alive. But there's a big difference between not being gold and being alive and a creature. I am pretty sure it's alive. You know, when you look at it, you can practically see it moving and writhing on the seabed like the great arms and tentacles of a beastie. Nice. So you guys... To get close to the McMichaels before they do anything. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Finley, so- yell out for them not to touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> They'll listen to you. They won't listen to us. Wait, stop. Um, Auntie Jenkins, you're steering the ship. Do you want to roll to act under pressure to see how quickly you can get over there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, Ten. Ten. You are killing it. So almost instinctively, uh, you um, you adjust the sail, which had almost stopped picking up wind in the clear water, and uh, jet towards the sound you heard. As you get there, Agnes has just put her her top half of her body down into the water, um, and in the split second you arrive, you can see the gold vibrate. Basically, when she hears you approaching. She pulls her body out of the water before anything happens. For God's sakes, you you dumb fools, it's not gold. You know where you're sailing. Get you out of this mist and get you back on your way home. And they look very surprised to see you appearing um, out of nowhere in the mist. So there's four of them in the boat. There's Agnes um, and three other men, one of whom is Marcus. And they've got, uh, they're holding kelping knives and sealing clubs um, for coming after you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that sounds terrifying. I don't know what a kelping yes. knife looks like, but that sounds terrifying. <laughs> it's similar, like, to a sickle. Um, That's what yeah. I kind of figured. <laughs> Look, I know you're not going to believe us, but I just had a run-in with your father, Angus. And he told us you were going to be over here, and he told us you were going to be in trouble. So what I'm asking you to do is come out of this this uh, little hill hole part of the sh- part of the sea with me. And let's get you out of here, and then we'll go our way, and you can go your way, and maybe we can send you some coin for your trouble. Marcus says, the Jenkins don't tell the McMichaels what to do. Yeah, we're not. Look, boy, I'm trying, I'm trying to save your life. Because the ghost of your father appeared to me in a bunch of little fishies. Yeah. So we both saw him. Do you want to roll to manipulate Marcus? Uh, and Auntie yes. Jenkins, I think, yeah, because you've been doing Yeah. <laughs> See, this I feel like I can help with. Yeah. I'm backing your story up. Sure. So because I have a bond with her, do I get a plus one to help? You do, indeed. Eight. So Woo. Uh, 
plus one. Yeah, that's plus, plus one. one. That's good, because beauty is not my forte. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a 10 plus one oh is God. 11. Nice. It's like, I've got all these complications ready, but none of them. None. <laughs> I, I, keep, I keep rolling. I know. I kind of want the complications, yeah. but I keep not getting them. It's okay. I know. It's cool. It's We're cool. Go. Uh, so Marcus stops for a second and puts down his knife and is like, maybe they're telling the truth. Why would we make up seeing your dead father in a pool <laughs> of fish? In actuality, child, why would we come back for these crazy fools if we didn't see something crazy like that? Um, well, that's that's also a good point. Agnes is like, Marcus, you, what are you doing? They're just trying to stop us from getting this gold and stop us from, from taking Finley home. And he's like, back off, Agnes. They might have just saved us for all we know. And you see Agnes pull out a revolver and she points it squarely at Finley and says... I won't let you shame our clan. If you won't come home, yeah, then you're not going anywhere. Uh, I want to push Finley down in the boat and pull out my revolver as well. Whoa, whoa. Okay, yeah, you can do that. Maybe, maybe, maybe we could all just get down in the boat. That's fine. We could all just get right down in the boat. We don't need to be doing any shooting of potential in-laws. Yeah, and Agnes is like, come here and come back, Finley. If you know what's best for you. He's not coming back. He's coming with us. Just uh, look, get down in the boat, and then you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Just get down in the boat. Just you crouch right down, right <laughs> down here. Just crouch on down. Okay. There is a good lass. Now you can say whatever you want. I don't care. Just I keep stick my head, head back up. Finley's no, coming you, with us. You keep your head down. <laughs> Yeah, all you see is yeah. Auntie Jenkins' hand, like, come on, my head. So Agnes <laughs> tries to jump um, from her skiff into your skiff, which is still a bit of a way, cool. with the revolver. Yeah. But as she does so, uh -oh. she falls into the water. <laughs> she falls near your boat into the water, and you can see the thing, the gold, starting to move and pulsate. And she looks Ugh. like she's weighed down by her petticoats and clothing. And um, Marcus and the other two are yelling and trying to trying to grab a rope, but she's quite far. She's drifted quite far from their skiff. What do you do? Or do you do anything? Yeah, I want to try and grab um, one of the ropes that's just sitting on the deck of our little boat. And I just want I want to see if I can. Uh, is there something heavy we could put on the end of it real quick? Okay, I'm gonna. We might yeah. have to have one of us grab it, dive, grab her, and the other ones pull her up. Pull us. Well, up. you know I can swim. Can you make it home if I don't get back in this boat, child? Probably. Do you remember we were just talking about? Okay, look, <laughs> look at me, look at me clear right now. Look at me in the eyes. You remember. Already, earlier tonight, we're talking about the North Star. You know how to find the North Star? Yes. Okay, you know how to get home. Yes. Okay, you take mm. the end of this rope. You do not let go. I'm going to take the other end of this rope, and I'm going to jump in after that damn fool lassie. Even though she's a damn fool, she still shouldn't <laughs> die for it. Nice. Uh, and you can see uh, down beneath you... Uh, 
a golden mouth yawning open into a black chasm in the sea below as you jump in. So it sounds like you're trying to grab her and get back onto the boat. So I think you're seizing by force in this instant. So do you want to roll to seize by force? (laughs) And um, I'm pretty sure that you are trying to aid with that um, patience. Yes. Yeah, you got the other end of the rope. Eight. So plus one. Yay. Uh, God, I, can't, I I swear to you, I am actually rolling tens. I am not cheating. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is even happening? I don't believe you. Nice. So you get to pick three of the options from the seize by force move. Actually, it ended up being with 10 plus three is a 13. Yeah, that's insane. Whoa. Um, cool. So I'm going to take definite hold of it. Mm-hmm. I am going to suffer little harm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems good. Yep. And I am... Impressing the enemy. No, I'm going to inflict terrible harm. Oh! On so, the creature. On the creature, not okay. on her. I, yeah. Okay, I see where this is going. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Right? Auntie Jenkins uh, has that moment of, like, the North Star, right? Um, with patience. Wraps the rope around her waist twice, ties it off, dives in the perfect swan dive. Um, because she's really good at swimming. <laughs> she's an old sea dog. Yeah. Um, is swimming down, swimming down, swimming down. As she's, uh, as she's actually, as she's jumping off, she takes a knife out of her belt and puts it in her teeth. Of and course. She's swimming down, swimming down, <laughs> swimming down with a knife in her teeth. She grabs a hold of Agnes, um, cuts her damn petticoats off. So she's just left in like her pantaloons yeah. underneath. And they just go kind of floating away. And then has Agnes, who is, I'm assuming at this point, kind of getting floppy from not breathing. Yeah. Um, a, a, like, has an arm around her so that she's doing, and she's swimming upwards with one hand, and the knife is now back in her teeth. And the, the maw starts coming up from below, or a, possibly a, a a tentacle or a a limb of some kind. Yeah. Kind of kind of comes by and, and attempts to wrap them up and she just grabs it out of her teeth and she's kicking with her legs and she just like stabs it into the limb and just leaves a big welt of blood and then right. leaves the knife stuck in the thing and <laughs> breaks the top of the water. <sighs> Quick, get us up. Blood like pours out of the thing and begins mingling with the water as it sort of starts shrieking and writhing. Patience, you're trying to pull up the rope. Yes. Do you want to act under pressure to see uh, how this goes? Can I roll to help since I'm swimming up too? Yeah, you definitely Ah. can. Yay, we're playing the game. (laughs) (laughs) Mine. I got a 10, but this time I added something to it. I rolled a (laughs) 9. I didn't roll a 10. Oh, my gosh. Nice. So, Patience, you're going to get a plus 2. But you get to add 2. 7, then plus 2 for my balance, and then plus 2. Okay, 11. Yeah. For the help. Cool. So, 11. No worries. yeah, <laughs> you <you're>, do it. <laughs> <laughs> your mercenary uh, training just kicks in and instinctively takes over you as you grab Agnes and um, Auntie Jenkins and sort of pull them over the side of the boat. Does Agnes still have her revolver? She's still clutching it, but she's like worse for wear, so she's not uh, about to she uh, pick it up and aim yeah, I'm, it at I'm, you. Yeah, I'm still gonna take the. Yeah, I'm still yeah. gonna take it out <laughs> of her hand. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, I'm yeah. gonna take the gun, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna kind of do it where I stick it in the back of my <laughs> pants, just for safety. 
patience. So usually this is a move that you can use at a time you choose. But right now I'm going to get you to test if your love is true. I knew you were going to. Oh my gosh. I'm so- I didn't read my little half sheet before uh-huh. I took the stats uh-huh. because I have to roll plus beyond, which is uh-huh. my worst stat. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and if I fail, he doesn't love me. Oh, not necessarily. He just has he just has a secret that oh. will hurt you, which could be that he doesn't love you. That's a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so I get a negative one to this. Oh, come on, Scottish gods! Five. Oh, oh man, a I rolled five. a six. Okay, that's amazing. So your love holds a secret in their heart <laughs> that will hurt you. Agnes is lying there, coming round at the bottom of the boat, and she reaches her hand out for Finley and grabs his hand, and Finley looks at her. She says to him, staring up into his eyes like the blue of the water after a storm, and she says, It is yours. It is yours. (laughs) <laughs> and and he and he looks at her and he says really and she says yes you're you know when we fought the other day i wanted to hurt you but you're the only one that i've ever been with get in line sister do either of you react to this <laughs> yeah i know i told you i told you so are you sure he wanted to come? I just, I said it from the beginning, and here we are in the middle of the night, surrounded by mist with a big monster underneath us. And Finley says, I, I didn't know. I'm sorry, Patience. I, you must understand, I, I have to go with Agnes. I'm gonna, um take his hand out of her hand and turn him to face me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm taller than him, but I'm like staring him down. And I'm like, Finley, I'm with your child too. What? Patience, are you just saying this now? No, I'm not just, just saying this. Saying Why do you the- think I was so dead set on getting Finley off of that island? Do you think I want to bring shame to my own clan? And his face looks completely, completely shocked. He just stands there for a moment, just looking yeah. aghast at the situation. Well, hold, hold, hold on, just, 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 uh, um, Agnes. Mm. Um, how, how long? Um, I haven't seen Finley in a couple of months. Was this going on before that, or was this while we were apart? What's happening? I need to figure out how angry I should be right now. Yeah. Oh, like, given that you watched that role and the secret has to hurt you, <laughs> it definitely was going on before that. Because you couldn't see it because of the petticoats, but now that the petticoats have been slashed off by Arnie Jenkins, you look at her and you're like, ah, yes, definitely. Now that the petticoats are gone, she's probably at least six months. And so I will look back at Finley and say, you said that you loved me. You said that I was the only woman you loved. I do love you. Things are hard. There are a lot of pressures on me. 
patience. And he sort of reaches out to try and like touch your arm nope. in like his familiar nope. manner and calm you down. Nope. Well, okay, I can't. I guess I can't. Probably can't like take a step away from him because it's a, probably a small boat. One step is about as much uh, as you could take. <laughs> <laughs> so I will. I will turn to face Auntie and say, um, "Let's get them back on their boat and get out of here." All right, child. But are you pregnant? We will deal with that later. Will we deal with that? I guess we will deal with that, child. <laughs> I am acting super tough because I am crushed inside. Mm. But I don't know how to be vulnerable like that. Finley says, you want me to leave? But I didn't, I didn't know. No, you didn't know about any of this, but you obviously knew about some of this. You obviously made a choice that while we were courting to sleep with Agnes. It was just once and it and it didn't mean anything and Agnes is just like, What? And um <laughs> and Finley's like, I look now I know. I'll I'll go with you. I, I wanna go with you. This is gonna be a really stupid thing because if I botch this, it's just gonna get worse. I wanna I want to uh read his thoughts. Yeah, I wanna sure you don't wanna it. see if he's in love with you again? <laughs> yes, I I want to I want to figure out if he's actually in love yeah, with me. Yeah, it, wouldn't you just test your love again? No, you can only do that once. Oh. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. then, yeah, read his thoughts. So I got a six? <laughs> you got a six. <laughs> so that makes things worse. worse. <laughs> so what's funny is, I don't know what's worse. Him loving me or him not loving me? Because at, right. at this point, either way is kind of worse. Well, we did leave a monster under the ship undealt with while we're having this conversation. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I completely forgot about, forgot the, about monster. the monster. Yeah. I didn't forget about the monster. Yeah. So I'm going to do both. Uh, the, both of these situations <laughs> are just too fun. Uh, so the way we're going to resolve this fail is two things. Uh, firstly, we're going to hear from the monster in a second. But before we do that, uh, I actually want you to pick a question from the list anyway. And I'm going to answer it with exactly what Finley wants you to think. Oh. Rather than, <laughs> rather than the truth. Okay, I think that, um, yeah, what does this character wish I do? I think that that's a pretty... I mean, you could also say, what does this character intend to do to see if he really wants to come with you or not? I mean, knowing that you're not necessarily going to get the answer <laughs> that he's real, but that's a player knowledge, not a... Yeah, that's a better one. Yeah, what does your character intend to do? Is that okay, Haley? Yeah, yeah, no, totally, totally. So you can't help but, like, buckle to the Finley charm and that old familiar oh, feeling. Oh, no. I've buckled to that charm <laughs> that you're before. you're so used to. <laughs> That's how we got into this mess. He stares at you uh, with his dark hair sort of down over, over his eyes. Um and you know, you know that if Finley say if Finley is saying this to you, he must want to come with you because his eyes—they're just very truthful eyes. Meanwhile, he's so kind; he wouldn't lie. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, the underneath b- the boat, <laughs> your boat is still, but the boat that Marcus and um the two other McMichaels are on 
starts to shake and uh and toss in the water um and you can see you can see like this golden mass uh reach up from the bottom of the sea and start to sort of like start to sort of start consuming the boat from the bottom and they're grabbing their uh mm-hmm. kelping knives and they're hacking at it but it's just it doesn't seem to be uh they're not fast enough to try and stop it. Um, what do you do? I think I might use my special move as a mercenary mm-hmm. called a true professional yeah. to shoot the thing. And if it goes really well, I, I do have a second revolver on me. So Cool. So the way uh, that that one works is that you actually make a seize by force move. And then if you okay. succeed in the seize by force move, then your special move triggers automatically. Oh, oh okay. no, it doesn't. Uh, sorry. When you see, if you succeed in the seize by force move, then you roll for a true professional. So yeah, you do, you do have to roll twice for that one. Okay. And just in case it comes up, I did choose deadly for my revolvers. Uh, ah, excellent. That is, thing. that is good to know. Cool. Right. Versatile. It's versatile and deadly. So I would say that if you get a really good clear revolver shot off at it, um, like that's going to that's going to make it a manageable threat. All right, seize by force. Come on, Emily. Twelve. No, Emily, yeah. Like whenever it comes to social skills, you just fail miserably. <laughs> yeah, that's actually. I mean, wait until you hear the end of Avalon. Pretty difficult. <laughs> All right, so I got 12. Um. So the way that it works with your special move is that you pick three out of four for Seize by Force as normal, and then you roll your special move and you pick the options for that. But you have to pick to inflict terrible harm from your Seize by Force roll for the true professional to trigger. That makes sense. Yeah. May I also recommend, since you're already down to, that you t- suffer a little harm? Right. I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I would like to take... Uh, well, actually, no. I am. Um, I think to frighten... I'm going to try to frighten okay. the enemy. Yeah, cool. So to take a little harm, do terrible damage, and then frighten the enemy. Mm-hmm. And then rolling for true professional. Cool. I rolled a four. A four. <laughs> okay. I, ro- I actually rolled double ones, but plus two is four. <laughs> So you still do what you were trying to do before. You still take little harm. You inflict terrible. You inflict terrible damage, and you uh, you frighten it. You shoot your deadly revolver at the creature. It writhes. It it writhes in pain. Um, as the bullet sinks and sort of like travels all the way in through its form. Um, lodging in deeply. Um, and it it lets go and recoils from the boat. And instead of trying to consume the boat, it's just gonna have like uh one last like it's going it's it's going for one last chance before it's too scared to continue. And it just rears up and grabs Marcus. Um, in sort of like it tries to envelop him in into this golden form and pull him back under the water and he yells out and tries to cut it with the kelp knife as it swiftly pulls him off the boat. So in this situation as well, if you want further information, you can read a situational sense of beyond as well. 
We don't have to. Uh, can I sense what's... I want to sense what's beyond. Okay. I love sensing what's beyond. Yeah. I, I'm going to sense beyond at every opportunity, especially because <laughs> yeah. this thing is creepy. I'm, I'm not going to sense beyond again, probably. <laughs> That's fair. Because that really yeah. broke my heart. <laughs> uh, let's see. Seven plus two is nine. You get the like image in your mind, like a flash of blood in the water a wave of uncertainty coming from the creature and you kind of get the idea in your head that maybe it reacts to blood or blood attracts it wait was it gold blood or human blood red blood mingling with the ocean currents patience yes auntie put your hand in the water only for a moment all right i put my hand in the water all right now take it back out again now i take it back out I'm hoping that that distracted it. Cool. So uh, her bloody hand. Oh, my bloody hand. You uh-huh, your bloody hand. Put your bloody hand. Put the other hand in the water. Bloody hand in the water. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, that's the wrong hand, child. Put your bloody hand in the water. And I, so I stick that in the water, and it's like salt. Yes. Now take it out again. Yeah. Take it out. So it stains. And I'm standing there with my hatchet. <laughs> And a wave of blood uh, sort of crosses the surface of the water. And you can see the golden creature um, sort of pause for a moment and move slowly towards it, uh, letting go of Marcus, who is sort of floundering in the water. Marcus, you damn fool, follow us out. I can't get over to you. I'm going to try and I'm going to try and find a breeze to get us moving back the direction that we came. If I can, I'll take another shot at it. Yeah, you can definitely take another shot at it. Um, actually, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to make you roll for that because you're right next to it. Um, so I think <laughs> uh, I think what might be cool is that uh, you take a sh- another shot at it, patience. And um as the bullet sinks into the creature and more of the um the golden blood wafts out into the ocean, it attracts a lot of this silver fish that you that were that you followed to get to this place. And there's more and more and more until there's like a swarm of silver fish. Um following the blood from the bullet wound and they sort of um surround the creature and just begin to consume it and they ate it as gold fragments sort of drift into the water and in the meantime um the the two crewmen of the other ship have got marcus back over the side you move the skiffs together to sorry you move the sailing boats together um for Agnes to go from your boat into the other boat. And Finley looks at you, Patience, and says, what should I do? What do you want me to do? Well, I don't know what to do. Uh, where's my percentile dice? <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to roll percentiles high or low for stays? <laughs> high or low Does that you- seem like a smart thing to do at this point? No. I want him to come back with me. <laughs> then, just tell, then just tell then just tell him that. Okay. Can do that. <laughs> Finley, mm. I want I want you to come with us, but you don't have to. 
Because if we get married. <laughs> yes, you do have to, actually, because she's pregnant. I'm just saying. Are you, like, are you trying to totally manipulate him or are you just saying totally that? <laughs> I'm, I'm actually. Uh, she's just no, being a sassy old yeah. aunt. <laughs> yeah, cool. I am pretty much just being that. Okay, that's yeah. fine. He helps Agnes up and um, over into the other fishing boat. He says, Agnes, I'm going to go, but you'll be all right. I'll make sure this is better for you, I promise. And then he leaves her and comes back into the boat with you. There you go. And your boat sails off. Is there anything else you guys wanted to do on the journey back? Um, I'm just guiding the ship as we mm -hmm. slowly sail and the sun slowly peeks back over the horizon. I feel like this is a very appropriate time to describe the rosy-fingered dawn, right? <laughs> We're going to have that literary trope. Um, I want to hear personally from Patience what's happening behind me in <laughs> Finley yeah. as I'm guiding the, the, the boat back. I think that uh, Patience and Finley are going to have a little talk <laughs> about um, what it would mean to get married. Yeah. And to uh, to actually, you know, be together and what the expectations might be. <laughs> A.K.A. Um, I don't want you knocking anybody else up. <laughs> and since I'm pregnant uh my mercenary days are kind of numbered because mm. there's only so long you can mercenary while pregnant yeah uh, even this was kind of I was you know I, I knew I needed to go and get Finley but I was a little hesitant because I didn't know how physical the uh the, the journey would get so well you never seemed like you were hesitant <laughs> <laughs> yeah well auntie would you rather me be a single mother well, clearly not. All right, then. Things are going to work out. So Finley is nodding with everything you're saying, but he looks distracted, and you can see him occasionally look back over the water. Um, and your fishing boat <laughs> reaches, uh, reaches the dock outside the uh, Jenkins um, clan, outside the area where the Jenkins clan lives. And you moor the boat and fix the hitchings as the dawn is rising. Uh, it's a red glow over the horizon. You step back onto the beach thinking about the night that's passed. And you can hear the crunch of Finley's boots behind you. Head, I am screaming at patience. This is You're a like, bad what idea. What are you doing? <laughs> what is, is he trying to get out of you? <laughs> oh my god. Nice. Thanks, guys. This went, <laughs> Thank this went you. not at all. That was like, amazing. Um. <laughs> Haley, can you tell us um, both where to find you and where to find Alas for the Awful Sea and how people can back this on Kickstarter? Cool. Yeah. Well, Alas for the Awful Sea is on Kickstarter right now um, until February the 22nd. So uh, 
you can use the old Google to find it. Um, and <laughs> yeah, but please, if you've got any questions um, or comments and or want to hit us up, please do. We are on Facebook, Story Brewers Roleplaying, um, or on Twitter, at Story Brewers. And we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, we definitely enjoyed this game. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for, for coming on and for GMing. Yes. Thank you so much. With, with very, Thank you for doing something so serious. I'm going to have to take some time to, to come down from that. <laughs> Stupid girl. No. No, no. Thank you so much again for, for coming on and running your guys' really cool game for us. And we will put... All of the cool links in the show notes as well so that you guys can find it. Again, um, it's up until February 22nd, so get on that. And um, until next time. We'll see you in two weeks (laughs) for our next next adventure. adventure. Oh, look at us doing that in unison. I usually do that in post. Okay, we can all (laughs) stop recording now. Thank you for listening to episode 47 of She's a Super Geek. If you liked what you heard, you can find out more at sasgeek.com or follow us on Twitter at sasgeekpodcast. Our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, tour dates, and merchandise at kieranstrange.com. She's a 